Bartender. Bartender. Man, I know I'm loud as shit. I don't understand how she can't hear me. That's why I hate coming out the joints like that. Never mind, here she comes. I'm sorry about that. Um, what can I get you? You know what? Just surprise me. You don't get all what you want? I, I do. It's, it's been a long week. You want to talk about it? Uh, if you got time. <laughs> as long as you take it. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Why Dad Drinks podcast. This podcast is about honest opinions with no chaser, hard truths, and good laughs. So I hope you got your favorite drink poured. Sit back, relax, and thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Again, again, I want to welcome everybody. Uh to the Why Dad Drinks podcast. Um, today, we have a pretty good episode. And again, we have our favorite cast of characters. And I want to do something a little bit different this time. Um, normally, normally, what happens is, my name is Gerald. Of course, you know my name. I'm, I'm the guy with the sexy-ass photo on the logo and whatnot. But, uh, but uh, you know, a lot of times, you guys don't... I always got people in my podcast, so if I, if I don't record by myself. And uh, what I like to do this time, I like to, you know, what I would like to do is go around the table, introduce everybody, and then tell you how we know each other. You know what I'm saying? How long we know each other. So you understand that this ain't I ain't this ain't random people. These are like people who like fan. Okay. So uh, who wants to go first? Are we gonna, are we gonna go around? We gonna, I thought normally ladies first, but since we're gonna go this way, okay. Okay, so we're gonna go to to my boy uh Matt Taff, who's sitting over here to my right. So Matt, how do how do we know each other? Um we go way back. Way back. Say no. Now we day ones, right? So, uh, 15, 20, 35. We've known each other forever. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Military, basically. You know each other? That's not how you know How you know each other? Y'all known each other long um, I can't we met. We, we we met. We met before. We met. I was already in the military. Yeah. When, when we met, uh, I think the first time we met was when um. We went to City Place. We went to City. Yeah, we went to City Place. Brandon tried to get me to talk to that buckethead ass broad. I got carried. Yep. Because he was really looking at Brandon. Oh, that's the, it was fuck. Yeah, oh, she was fucking. Yeah, yeah, if you did get carried, would she be a fucking? And Brandon said, "Yeah, New York church." Brandon did set you up in the fucking. Hey, mom. Hey, mom. Yo, mom. Yo, mom. Yeah. I was like, "What? Wait a minute." Because Brandon can get a good ass. Brandon always had jokes. Oh, always set. That didn't anyway. always set people. Hey, but anyway, yeah. we've known each other for the old, ten plus years. Way t- over Y'all ten over plus 20. years. Huh? Push over twenty. Yeah, yeah, we are over twenty years now. No, it ain't even 20 years. Almost. Almost close to it. Damn near close to it. Hold up. Because how long happened again? 2015. Yeah. And you knew. We knew each other maybe two years before, two years before you two got together. 2003. Was it 2003? Yeah, it probably was 2003 because that's when I'd have been home by then. Yeah. So it's close to 20. Time flies, man. So next to Matt, I got uh, Steph. So how do I know you, Steph? Um, through the guys, I, you know, I was with the gals, and the gals connected with the guys, and the guys became a what, part of the group. What, what it was is back in the day, my my group, of, <laughs> our group of friends. It was like five or six guys. She had a group of, a group of girls. It was like five or six of them. 
they they know each other from like high school and then college and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? We used to all go to the club together. We all we it was like it was like the thing every weekend we go to the club or we come to their college and go to one of the Trinity's uh like all which is all girls school. We go to their, one the of time. their at the time yeah. and we would we'd go to one of their parties and turn up. So that's how I know stuff. Yay. So and and um, I'm Queen B. And I've heard me multiple times on here. And the reason why is because I'm his wife. <laughs> well, that's technically male, but always be my husband. Um, but yeah, so we've known each other for 15 years. Um, so yeah, we've known each other for 15 years. We met at work working on the Odyssey. And we've been together ever since. You were. And it's 15 years later. Facts. And it's a group of yeah, we've all been together for quite some time. I've known y'all for 15 years. Yeah, I've known y'all for 15 years. Because now it's 15 now. It's our relationship. We're we're happy. This is our anniversary or something. Welcome back. This is by the time I found them. This is by the time that you found it. Yeah, we we was we was newly found. Oh, we were newly found around this time when we first started. You know, we had just started. Still feel it? We just. Yeah. We had just started fucking like yeah. in August and we, we were still in that like let's yeah. her get home so we can Look, do it. Well, I gotta go pick the bag. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um anyway, so so today's topic is uh something that um it's uh, I know a lot of people are probably dealing with it. Um it's it's called dating after divorce. Um as you guys heard, you know, me and Queen B, we used to be married. Um still my husband. She's still my wife. Yeah. Still my wife, just not in legal sense. Legal. Um but yes, dating after divorce. Um, that's the that's, that's the story. That's the topic of the subject today. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just got a little bit of homework. Uh, what I did was uh, I found out that, did y'all know that 21 out of 23 of 1,000 couples mm-hmm. in a year get divorced? So if 1,000 people get married in a year, 21 to 23 of those couples actually get a divorce. That seems like a small number to me. But when you think about it, I mean, it's a lot. lot. But but it seems like a small number I mean, because it seems like they people oh, they're always talking about like people mm. don't make it. But it seems like a small number because when I yeah, look at national, the group in the of, US, in the US. When I think of the group of friends that we have, yeah. everybody is like falling out, falling mm. apart. Yeah. So yeah. I can believe it. I can yeah. believe that yeah. number and I'm surprised. Yeah, I feel like that number I feel like it is bigger than yeah. and they're they're giving you stats on honestly because I, well, I did a lot of research. I looked. I looked around. Oh no! At I first, I I'm, seen, not, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. You know, debunking. At first, at first, I saw. Yeah. At first, I saw a number that said like 15 to 18 couples. Yeah. And then, but I didn't see it. It, it, it wasn't like as of this year. It wasn't as of. It wasn't recent. It was like the last poll, like 2016. Like, then I found the last poll of 20, 2018. Mm-hmm. Couldn't use 2019. 2019's technically not over. Right. So, I, so I got my numbers from the. And poll. it's a thousand out of hundred. Out of a thousand. Out of a thousand couples. That many people get the that many couple those couple twenty three couples get divorced. Uh, see, in my mind, I would think it was every country, yeah. yeah, you know, versus every thousand. So, but I mean, you know, props up to them, yeah. yeah. And that's really good. They have a better yeah. success rate than you know they used to be and has been. Right, right, right. Yeah, it goes up now. Divorce 
was not a fun was not a fun day but no. that's what this conversation is about because the first thing we're going to talk about when we went in there to judge because everybody else was like sitting apart and all angry and forceful mm. me and him was sitting there holding each other's hands and was crying mm. and the, the judge literally asked she was like I'm gonna get like when we actually walked out the court building, we still had 30 days to change our mind. Cause she was like, I'm gonna give y'all 30 days to change our mind before this goes into effect. So so like I said, the, the subject for today is um, you know, dating after divorce. Now, you know, after divorce, there's a there's a few things that happen after divorce, and I and I wrote them down because each of them play a very big part. Um, the first thing I had to talk about is um, after divorce, you, you have to go through a few steps. There's a few steps, and I think one of the first steps after a divorce is um, the healing of the heart. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I think after divorce, you're kind of you're still angry. You're still angry, whether you caused it or you felt that the other person caused it. You're still in a, a set of being angry mm-hmm. and um, resentful. Yeah. So I, I think that one of the first things you have to do is you got to heal your heart and you have to kind of, you know, kind of get yourself back together. Yeah. Because it takes a lot of courage to even get to that point. Absolutely. A lot of people are in denial. So mm-hmm. you're talking about get to the actual divorce part? Yeah, yeah to your celebrate. Yeah. yeah. It's a hard Because you, you, you did that in front of everybody. Yeah, everybody sees it. It's not a hidden thing that you can do in your home. So, yeah. Like, it's for all eyes to see, view, so and you definitely judge it. Oh, I mean, you got the supporters and the haters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was discounting from the beginning. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. so, even when you're trying to heal, you're like, did they win? Were yeah. they right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. sure, that is yeah. a big thing. Right. Lines are drawn. People, yeah, and and, and I'm just, just for me, you, you feel that you kind of let people down, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? You do feel like you kind of let people down, sure. yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, there's definitely, you definitely got to, my gotta, personal experience with the kids, mm-hmm. then, um, you guys were, uh, you know, thought process for me because you know, we've been friends, the entire yeah, time. don't want to so feel like not, you yeah, I'm losing friends, you know, like when, so the way you know, I know you have your, you know, your, your points, but I'm going to say it in the beginning so that why we can be coming from different views because we're you, the, the avenue you took after our divorce and the avenue I took after our divorce are total opposite. That is true. So, where you did that moment of healing and stuff, I did it. And, and again, these are these are based off of my personal experience. Exactly. So, my personal experience is probably going to be 100% opposite of yours, which I don't, you know, we talk about it already and had several thousand conversations about it. So, you know, I'm not going sugarcoat shit and be speaking very freely about it but um yeah it was definitely you know you had that moment where it was like you were able to look inner where you know okay you know asking yourself questions and looking for the healing and all that kind of understanding and stuff where I was kind of like alright well what the fuck I gotta do now you know what I mean um where what do I do oh shit fuck alright started it now okay you gotta more survival mode. Yeah, I was definitely in survival mode because, you know... No time for healing the heart. No, I didn't have a chance to heal. I didn't have a chance to heal. Um, I'm in the process of trying to heal now, but, you know, that's a daily thing for me where he got a lot of time to heal. You know what I mean? Because his his situation and my situation were total opposite. 
You know what I mean? Where I, I end up moving in with another person and ended up getting in a relationship with that person where he was still single. So he was dealing with working on him. You know what I mean? Where I'm working on trying to work on myself, but now I'm stuck with dating someone else. So now I'm working on their shit on top of my shit, on top of the shit that I ain't healed from my husband. And, you know, so I got my own emotions and then, oh, well, all of the disappointment and upsetness and all my friends and my family and my first fuck all y'all, my kids, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and then me and Gerald, y'all, you know, y'all didn't, no one think that me and him would ever not be together because like y'all said, you know, and y'all said for years, you know, that's my best friend, nothing has changed. You know what I mean? So, to have to feel like, oh my God, I'm losing my best friend. My backbone, I'm his backbone. That's my support system. That's my ace, you know what I mean? Like to have to stand up on my own and be on my own. And then I thought I was gonna have the family support, you know, that was gonna help me. When I found that I didn't have that, that's how I ended up with another person because I had nowhere to go. You know what I mean? Now I'm homeless and I left my husband and I'm, you know, fuck, now what? You know what I mean? So it was a lot of, I had a lot of these past few years have been like, you know, fucked up, you know what I mean? Like, and a lot of different, like, so my emotional healing and things like that are starting to come into play now. And we've been divorced for some time now. So, you know, he's found who he is. He's developed the person he is. He knows, you know, what he did wrong and what he did right as a husband for me. And, you know, what he going to be different or better than that. You know what I mean? So he has all those moments. Where I was more so like, okay, I gotta date this motherfucker so I have to move my fucking hmm. You know what I mean? Now I'm in a relationship. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, now I'm going with this flow. Okay, so I'm in survival and now my loyalty is to this motherfucker because you gave me a roof when I didn't have anyone else to have my back. Can because I, the person that had my back is the person I just left. Can I jump mm-hmm. in and ask your perspective? Because she was like, you know, she was in survival mode. So it, was, it turned into not being able to heal and she was like you know your side was you were able to be single and heal but do you think you were able to heal because we don't think of other things like uh going to work and all that other stuff as a distraction so like when you just getting up every day and hitting the the road and going through that life routine do you felt like you healed because I, I, i felt i felt like because i had the time to myself i had the time to think about things that I've done that that, that contributed to my, to our divorce, mm. and the time to process those things, I was able to come to the conclusion of what I what I, the things that I caused, and I was able to apologize to her openly mm. about them, right or wrong. Absolutely. And those and, I apologize, and, and vice versa. I apologize, and because I was able to because I was able to own my own shit, and you know, as my episode said, wash my own dirty dishes. You know what I'm saying? Rose Science Bible. Um, <laughs> because I was able to wash my own fucking dishes and deal with my fucking dirt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, it, it, and it, it helped me. It helped me heal. Plus, I'm not going to lie. I had, I worked, you know, y'all yeah, know where I work. And I had good people I worked with. People I still consider friends now that I still talk to now. Yeah. They, they they helped a lot. Mm-hmm. They, they really fucking helped a lot with me coming over that stuff and then they helped me with the next subject I want to talk about is after divorce you take a lot of hits you know what I'm saying you don't feel like you're good enough anymore mm-hmm. so you know the one thing that you know after you heal your heart that you have to do I feel like you need to heal your fucking confidence 
this is important for me Major for yeah. to hear a man say, and I'm sure it's important for other men to hear a man say, because we all like act like you know. Or men, you know, it seems like, you know, bravado, you know, we're strong, we got humor, you know, and men don't get to show that shit their emotions. That's a whole nother subject. That's black mental health. Mm. Black, that's another episode I'm I'm, I'm doing some research on soon. Maybe my next episode is the black, that mental health Mm. of the black man. Mm. That's a whole show about something. And then also, I'm going to do mental health. Of the black woman, mm-hmm. because uh, th- that's part of our mental health. Because we need to do that ASAP. <coughs> We're about to do a double tonight. Stay tuned. That's it. Because <laughs> be- because, because I-, I I think that you you hear the phrase "strong black man." When you think of strong, you think of standing firm. You know what I'm saying? You know, being able to overcome and everything. You don't think about the fucking emotional side. And I'm be honest with you. Uh, I, I, I'm not ashamed to say I, I, I fucking cried a few times. I found myself sometimes at my mom, you know, before I got my own place, standing on my mom's house, you know, doing those pivotal moments where I would fuck where it would be me, her, and the kids together. Mm-hmm. You know, I found myself just me and the kids all by my fucking self mm-hmm. and having to think about where I was the year before. Mm-hmm. Or the, you know, the two, the, the, you know what I'm saying? Like normally, this is what would be happening during this time, and sometimes I had to fucking go to the bathroom and I let out a fucking cry. I believe that it's it's important for you to cry because uh, yeah. it develops that tough skin. And I know y'all part people part listen. I'm a fucking man. I ain't about to fucking cry. You better fucking cry before you Slow. hate to say it. And Chris Benoit, your whole family, <laughs> just being real. Yeah, you got to get that motherfucking poison out. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not letting that not getting those emotions out is is poison. But but like but but after you get those after you heal that like I said after you heal that heart you got to build your confidence back. You got to start doing you got to start doing things to build your confidence back. Baby and, steps and baby steps. And for me and for me one of the things that helped me build my confidence back uh, and I know it don't sound major buying me some clothes. Cause I'm a, I'm a big guy. No, okay? that, that's for everyone. Whatever it is for you. Whatever it is for me. Yeah, but so a lot of people love yeah, to shop. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing. Right. Women have shopping houses. Right. That's their emotional store. But, but but for but for me, it was, you know what I'm saying, like fuck, I'm fucking saying a win for me was mm-hmm. finding a place where I can buy clothes that fit that fucking look good mm-hmm. and yeah. I can get complimented on it. Mm-hmm. And then wearing it like that, that shit boosted my confidence. The first time I I bought some shit from the from that website and I wore it and went out or I, I wore it and I think I went to the store and, and my homegirl Chris was like, damn, girl, you look good. Right. That shit like Hi. like a breath of fresh fucking air or the fact that <laughs> or the fact yeah, it's like or the fact that knowing that I feel like I look good. I I'm enjoying now because I feel that I look good. I'm enjoying going out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that started to build my confidence a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Also, also with the, also the other thing that built my confidence was because of the fact of, you know, I, I I feel like I was doing, you know, I was doing a good job of being on my own. That built my confidence. I feel like I was doing a good job of being on my own. That really built my confidence. And I don't care what it is that you have to do to build your confidence. 
But after the divorce, you really do need to build your confidence. You don't feel like you're worthy. Mm-hmm. You you really don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you you, you feel like you're taking a taking a major L. You feel like you you know what I'm saying? Nobody after this marriage, you know, after this, nobody's ever gonna love me. I'm used goods. Do you think you that's know? a common feeling? Is that a is that a girl feeling? Or no, I think as a queen bee feeling, I can tell you, I can absolutely agree. Even though mm-hmm. I was in a mess of a relationship. And things like that. Um, yeah, I still felt like, okay, like I said, I was in survival mode, so I was accepting whatever the fuck you gave me. You know what I mean? For the extension of our relationship, because it was like, you know, just like you said, I'm not worthy. I left my husband. I got kids. You know, everybody's got an opinion. Yeah, everybody's like, you know, having their own fucking thought process, not knowing the story, not even asking, just assuming, and then. Looking at the, the the out, you know, looking at the picture, but looking at it in their own lens and not knowing the whole picture and understanding what the movement, the decisions and how they form, you know what I mean? And you know, it used to drive me crazy. Like, and you know, I had and I really had to like come to myself. This is the part of my understanding and fucking healing was when I was like, oh, how my husband understand more than the motherfuckers out in the street? You motherfuckers out in the street ain't the ones that say yeah. If me and my husband have a clear understanding of what we got going on and why we not together and what's going on, why am I caring so much about y'all opinions on why we not together and how y'all feel? And I had to start to develop that out over time. Like, okay, that was part of my healing mm-hmm. because mine was a lot of guilt. I felt a lot of guilt over my head with the divorce because, you know, you know, I mean, let's keep it a buck. Like, y'all know it. I, I mean, it is what it is. But when I, when I, when we separated, you know, we live in North Carolina, came up here. I thought I was going to come up here, family's going to be hopeful, things like that. And the find out they weren't, you know, kind of was just doing it sporadically in a sense and not planning. Be a better planner. <laughs> That's one of my things I'm working on. Right. But, um, right there down. You know, day. I'm working on that, but I wasn't a better planner. And I just kind of was sporadically just thinking it was going to work a certain way and it didn't work out that way. And we moved with a very close friend of ours and it was okay. We can't live in the same spot and be getting a divorce because mm-hmm. we already had that understanding and conversation that we were separated. It was already already unraveling. Yeah, it was between me and um, Gerald. You know, we were already kind of in that thought process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I said it, and so I'm like, how can I live with you? And we separated. Mm-hmm. That, that there's not that's not gonna work. And I'm like, okay, it's well, good to be honest. Yeah. about it and. Yeah. To give you credit, you know, if that's how it was, like, you know, you, you were saying, like, we're separating and going our separate ways, you know, pat on the back for actually being like, I got to remove myself and, and that not was be in that. Yeah, yeah, and that was literally what it was. You know what I mean? It was like, I have to remove myself in the process of removing myself. It, I didn't just remove myself from him, but I removed myself from my children. So now I was going to come back and you say know that, that I want to, as an adult, pat on the back and be like, oh, you got to remove yourself. But then it, in it's turn, hard to it, realize it all that that yeah, meant all, Yeah, all that it meant to me. Yeah. And it was like, okay, you know, one you just give me. Right. Two. That's okay. fine. But but I might get a half one when I say this. Because <laughs> the reason why I left my kids with their father was because, one, I knew that it was going to do one or two things. It was going to make him do the things that I needed him to do as my husband. I asked him to which is be more of a father and more involved. He's going to have to step up. They're around him. I'm not there to say two. Um, I'm homeless. 
what's a better decision to keep them with their father where they, I know they got a roof over their head or take them with me and, and go put on the post mm-hmm. so I have to sacrifice my daily time with my kids that I spend every single day every night everything with my kids I have to sacrifice that moment for the sanctity of them and because I love this man I'm not going to ask him to roll I'm going to leave because then I'm putting him in a position where he ain't got nowhere to go so in my mind I'm making a better decision by me leaving but nobody asked me, so it's you just seen me leave. It's a, a and it was that was just where it was. It was like, oh, well, she just left, and she left the kids and Gerald. She didn't go back home, and it's like but people you know, think you know, a divorce is like, oh, just quit and we go our separate ways. But it's a lot, it's a lot in the background. It's it a is. lot in the background. It is. Yeah. Parts, and so right. when it came down to you know just leaving, and you know, but everybody going, but well, she need to go back home. But I'm like, well, I would have never had to leave my kids if you gave me somewhere to stay. My kids would have came with me. But I ain't have nowhere to stay. So I'm staying with my cousin. I'm staying, man, whatever. It is what it is because I need a roof over my head. Because I got to go to work in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When we moved up here, I went and got the job. They, I, I'm literally, we in the car, bro. I went and got my interview, got the job. And we went over some, to our folks' house. That's hot. You know what I'm saying? So, so, yeah. so it, it wasn't does. like it was like, and that was a part of why it came, why we were separated because I was a housewife mm-hmm. with my husband, and I wanted to be a woman for my daughters, mm-hmm. not just a mother, a woman that my children could look up to. Mm-hmm. And I needed to be able to stand on my own. I didn't want them to only glorify that I could clean up and wash their ass, and you know, take their take care of their daddy. What else yeah. did I do? You know that was, but then in that. doing this, it, it's, was, it, it those sacrifices in turn were like dominoes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. a lot of pain and hurt, and and, like and that. you were one of the dominoes because you felt like now I'm out here by myself, yeah, and I didn't heal myself, like you just said. Yeah. So it's, even you fail, yeah. And some and sometimes we have to. you have to fall to get mm-hmm. back up. You know what I mean? So that's one of those things that you definitely learn through life. We this. And but, but you know what? And, and, and that kind of and that kind of y'all could have seen him just do what he did. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, Say, motherfucker, I'm allowed to trip. Yeah. I ain't allowed to fall. Okay. I'll be the wild bitch. But um, that that kind of brings to the next topic. You know, what I'm saying we're talking about just we ain't even talked about dating yet. We ain't no, talking about we're just the talking, we're no, just we talking about the understanding of what uh, like like. So you know, okay, you got all right. this going on. And it's still, it's prior still, to dating, right? There's still more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, I just want to. I don't want to have y'all here for two hours. Right. Hopefully, y'all, hope y'all will listen for two hours. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening. I know the story. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this is that documentary. Yeah. Right. Right. That brings the next subject. Like, um, after, after you you deal with just your healing. You gain some confidence. You gain some confidence, and this kind of ties into confidence is is your quest for improvement, for right. self improvement. improvement. Mm-hmm. You have to look. I, I, I personally feel what, just speaking from my own experience, what helped me was my quest for myself as experience. As y'all know, well before the divorce, I was actually I was in school. Mm-hmm. I was in school when we separated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was already kind of on that. You know, even though me not going to school was part of the issue in our the relationship. Issue. But I'm about to say you didn't get you didn't get to school until after I left. Yeah, true. But because the art that was part of but, my argument, right? So you improve but yourself because you are a better person and you're giving out into this world yeah. and you need you to be a better man. Right. And you don't want to do that. But with that separation, it did allow me to focus mm-hmm. a lot more because now I don't have. I'm not really going out of time. Mm-hmm. It's just me and the girls. I have nothing else to do but sit my ass in front of this fucking computer. 
and do this work. Matter tell you, because I done called his ass on a few times mm-hmm. when I need, I had homework, to, had yeah. homework to do. True. So I, I feel like, and then that, but I, I think that's when uh, improve making yourself better helps with the healing. One, it builds your confidence because mm-hmm. you're like I'm fucking killing this. You know what I'm saying? I'm, no matter what, whether you pick up fucking yoga or Pilates or what ha- whatever. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? You're doing something that improves yourself. And it's which a routine outside of that other person. Yeah. It's, right. it's a filler. Yeah. It's a filler. So my filler was work. Yeah. So I work on my And it gives you a break. Right. And like your mind like can focus on something yeah. different. I was top sales and mm-hmm. doing all these great things. You know what I'm saying? Because I was focused. And then it was like because I didn't have the kids with me. I do longer hours. Mm, yeah. So my grind was different. Mm. So it was, I wake up, I grind and do my thing, go to work, grind harder, then get off and grind some more. Like, I don't have the kids. Okay, so I'm grinding because I got to go. Because I want my kids back. Right. And that was good. That, was, that, that meant so that, that, was, that was my improvement. Right. That yeah. was my improvement mm-hmm. in my way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? While he was improving going to school, I'm improving. I'm doing something he was already doing. I, I hope at some point during this conversation or if it's another podcast, we figure out if either of these, like, you know, was... You, you pointed out certain things that you, you know, yeah. got to do. You know, you're no longer yeah. housewife mode. You know, you're no longer, like, you know, having to be in a relationship and focus on those things. You yeah. were able to focus on school and stuff. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out none of what you said, and, and there's more to divorce. Right. There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, we can read a little bit. Yeah. But none of what you said seemed like it was anybody else's fault. It seemed like you guys just didn't develop yourself before you came together in a relationship. Right. And then because you're not developed, it's like, ah, you know, yeah. that is schools apart. Yeah, that is, you do. That is apart. true. That's how yeah. a lot of divorces happen. That is grow apart. Because yeah. people don't grow apart and the people never really learn their self. Exactly. Because right even now, mm-hmm. even now, if me and this one was out anywhere, mm-hmm. you could not tell us, you could not tell that we're not in, rela- in a rel- relationship. romantic relationship, oh, yeah. you would not be able to. Pick, you would never be able to pick that up, right? Unless we told you, and it would blow your mind even more to tell you, yeah, yeah we used to be married, mm-hmm. we were married, yeah. right? It would blow your mind. What the fuck are y'all yeah. just cool? cool? Yeah. Matter of fact, people are bugged the fuck out. Yeah, that's when I'm like, it would. You expected people to be tearing each other down. No. People, yeah. people no. be bugged the fuck out when I tell them meet that. This is my ex-wife. This is the only woman I have kids with. How's your relationship? Oh, we good. Yeah. Oh, we shoot. We, we like live together. We, we hang out. We're like, straight. Yeah. They don't like it. <laughs> those people often say we live together mm-hmm. now because we're back living together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it those people often even say that. No, but but I really honestly feel like if I had a million dollars and I bought a million dollar home, Joe would have the, the, the East Wing. Understand me? <laughs> like he had an East Wing. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, my man's good. Baby, you need a new car? You know what I'm saying? Like, I got you because at the end of the day, you know, we have a very good understanding because I got you and you got me and ain't nobody going to ever be able to take it apart. No matter who come in his life or who come in mine, you my, my main, my main. And I'm your main and it ain't got to be nothing sexual. It's the fact that that love and that friendship that we've developed. That's hard that, to find. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would never want to lose that. And he says he never wants to lose it in me. Correct. It's you know hard to find. So, and when I say that, I, I, that's why I, more people be like, why are you I'm not talking about the connection. It's hard to find. I'm saying that type of person 
that's like whatever I got, you know, you got it. Yeah. That's tough his, to find here's in the thing, world. Here's the thing that you gotta remember, even though if if I never really understood mm-hmm. that how you marry someone and or have a child with someone mm-hmm. and then after that relationship ends, you hate them. them. You hate them. Yeah. Now I understand if the now if if it was messy, it it sucks. Mm-hmm. But but if you can truly, truly, truly um, grow up, grow up, and be able to forgive mm-hmm. and move on, yeah, you can have it. Because you can't you can't truly say that you love someone and hold this extremely extreme ass grudge for them the entire fucking time. Right. You can't. That's why I tell people, like the moment you, the moment you fuck a chick, you fuck you fucked her or whatever. Or the moment this chick fucked the dude, the moment you fuck them, okay. What happens is this: if you if the relationship ends bad and you start calling that motherfucker a hoe or a bitch ass nigga, guess what? You are exactly that way from the beginning. Well, no, you the same fucking exact that true, mm-hmm. and you the same. You are the same. Yeah. So if you a dude and you call a woman a fucking hoe, you skeezing all this shit after you fucked them and had baby and the relationship, all you that just shit. Tried. You are a hoe and a bitch too. You know why? Because once you lay down with somebody, your ass is an eagle. Mm-hmm. You, you, you are. You are. You remember saying that you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. Well, you are what you fuck too. Mm-hmm. True. You are yeah. what you fuck, bro. Why would body. you? Why would you? Uh, why would you take yourself to that level? You know, if you felt like you were more than that, you were better than that. If you felt like. This person is beneath you. They some trash. They all this other stuff. Well, then you go after trash. That's you go after. And that's where the concept comes from. Accountability. That's where the concept comes from. But I'm gonna move it. I'm gonna move it. Move it a little. Move it on a little bit. But um, what what I'm what I want to talk about right now is I, I did some research, and these are like a few things they say that you have to do. Wired daddy. Now let me explain something. Since I've been single, yes, I have tried to go back on a fucking date. Okay, I have, um, and I'm in my thirties. And dating in your thirties, uh, rough. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little rough. It's a little, it's a little rough. Um, um, one because it's it's hard to it's hard. It's not hard. DC. Yeah, at least in DC, it's it's hard to um, especially when you you know. When you're in your thirties, it's, it's rough, but it's not because you know what you wanted to expect, what you're not going. You know to you you're. And you right below setting your ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's certain, and it's certain story. shit, mm-hmm. it's certain shit that you're going to be like, okay, I'm cool with that. And then from your past relationship, from My your fuck. past, from your past relationship, mm-hmm. your 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 ex wife, yeah. there's certain shit that you're not fucking. Oh, husband. Oh, husband. There's certain shit that yeah, I'm not gonna be sexist in, but it's certain shit that you're not gonna fucking deal with, and so you you know you have some boundaries, yeah, and it's hard because you start to look at shit and be like, mm, ah, this shit gonna be trouble. Yeah. I don't think I'm feeling then, well, because up. you're dating after marriage, and because we were married for so long, you know, we've been a 15 year relationship, so we grew up together. True, nigga. Them, you know them. what I'm saying? So it's certain things that I learned and developed that I do. That it's like, and it's same for him. It's like dating someone. I'm like, I expect certain things. 
if that makes sense. Like, it's certain things that my husband was great at doing, you know? We're talking about the bads or whatever, but my husband was a great husband as well, you know what I mean? But um, there were, you know, things, for example, just something as simple as he had to start cooking for himself again and his development of learning himself and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that, looking at the next woman, you know, he might not be so, it might not be as top as it was when he met me. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't work while I was working when we met, but it got to a point where I, you know, he wanted me home, he wanted a housewife, so that's who I became. So now, I didn't know the person I'm dealing with, are you even able to provide for me the lifestyle that I grew accustomed to or better with my husband when it comes down to dating someone new? So it's just like certain checklists that you don't need to compare them to your husband's right. wife. But it somehow it makes you do it, and you notice it instantly when that motherfucker ain't like that. You be like, and, mm. and and that's what some of these, that's what some of my bullet points. Are. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna go. Into, I'm gonna go into my first bullet point. My very first bullet point, bullet point and it's probably the most important. All right. Okay, it's probably the most key. Mm-hmm. So dating after divorce, mm-hmm. when you're out there dating, one of the first things you have to do, one of the first things you have to understand is that you have to make sure that your ex actually. Over your ex and ready to date. Yeah. That you have to make sure that you're over the previous relationship. If you do not, your new relationship is doomed to fail. You yeah. cannot. You cannot. Yeah. I'm thinking as an outsider, like, yeah. Because the new person don't want to hear that. No, they don't. Be like, why you keep telling me? All the fuck you gonna do is talk about the old relationship. We we went here, I went there, I saw that movie. Yeah, you know, old. I used to have that car. But you know what? But you you know what? That happens. Mm -hmm. That happens when the that happens when the relationship that you're currently in doesn't meet the the one that you were in. That only happens if the relationship that you were in that you're in currently does not meet the one that you had. Four. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> the film, nah, you know I ain't gonna do that. Wouldn't be me if I was saying. Um, right. Absolutely. <laughs> that, absolutely. Yeah, because it was, like I said, once again, you know, he had different healing. He, had, he went through the levels mm-hmm. of after divorce. I didn't go through those. I'm already living with somebody in the whole relationship. You already have a contrast to compare. Right. So compare. I'm already, already comparing. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I be like, like something as simple as, "Hey, have you ever seen this movie? Like, have you ever seen Color Purple?" Just yeah. asking your mate. Have uh-huh. you ever seen Color Purple? Right. You know, uh-huh. sorry, I'm copyright infringement or whatever. Just using an idea. You know what I mean? But saying something like that, and the person that you dating goes, "Nah, I ain't never seen that because I was locked up." Damn, that's all me and my husband did was watch movies. Like, wait a minute, you know what I'm saying? Came out in the eighties, right? Was locked up in the eighties, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's what like you do life. Simple as that, 
it is the weirdest fucking thing that you will literally go. Am I really over? Yeah, and and I wasn't. So do you make the phone call? I mean, you guys were easy. You got kids. It's not that it was easy, but you got uh-huh. kids, so you guys talk. You know, you, yeah, you got a communicate. phone call. Yeah, we had to, but yeah, I'm saying, but we didn't that, have to communicate on our own. And we communicated on our own. And that was not. Like, I that's what I'm saying. That's why it was, I don't want to say it's easy. That's just a word I'm going to use. But it was, because your different, your, your divorce different or separation path. wasn't like somebody Tom, else's. Right. Where they like, you know, angry at, the, at divorce and get, they got all these emotions. And then you go on to the next one and you're not over them. And so you just feel like, I just want to call yeah. my ex. Yeah. yeah. And be like, you know yeah, what? No, it was like, it was like, I was like. You know, I, I've said this song, you know, when it came down to the divorce and stuff. In the process of me dating, I was like, um, I wish I'd have said something. But I didn't because I wasn't over. I mean, I can wish you all the kids, got kids, and, you know, you know, before we start talking about separation, something will happen another baby. Mm-hmm. You know, like all that kind of stuff. And we always talk about, you know, often shit, you know. The things you do as a husband and you wife. You made fucking plans. You know, plans for life. That you look so forward they, to. And, and you know? to be honest, when people say so, that you... I'm not trying to go off your um, right. you know, bullet points. But when people say like, oh, you know, you meet somebody when you're young. Somebody when you're young, you know, you everybody grows. And sometimes you might grow apart. Yeah. But for at me, the it wasn't root, that. at it wasn't the that. root, when you're growing, this is who you are. Like we yeah. say, oh, if you was this way as a child, that, that stays time. with you. When you are growing with somebody, that's who you are too. They are another, the other half or whatever. You know, so when you, when you become in your thirties and you starting to date again, you're like this, this roadmap, my ex, that road that we were on together. This is the only road that I know. So Mm -hmm. you can't help but compare the next person to that. Right. But, but again, that goes back to the other, some of the bullet points that I had. But you, but before you can get to those other points to, Forget that roadmap. Yeah. I'm going to start something different. You have to make sure that you're over your ass. You yeah. have to. You can't, you can't stop. And I wasn't quite, keeping it above, I wasn't quite sure if I was over because when I separated from him, it, it wasn't because I really wanted not to be with my husband anymore. I wanted to be different for myself and things of that nature. But honestly, it was because you know stuff. And that, because we've all, like, we're having our new therapy conversations. We're just recording this shit, basically. You know what I mean? Right. For each other. We've always been out for each other. But it was like, Steph, you know how many times I'm like, I wish you do this. I wish you do that. I'm tired of this. I'm sick of this. And I say something and change for a couple days. Which mm-hmm. I know all the ladies that's listening know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it was like, but you ain't, you ain't sticking with it. So like honestly, the 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 initial yeah, the lack of inconsistent the lack of being consistent exactly. So the initial me going I'm leaving wasn't really because I ever thought I was gonna fall through with a divorce. I never really had plans to do that. I wasn't even rushing this shit. I wasn't even really rushing this shit. But um, it was honestly it was because it was like maybe this will make him realize that I mean what the fuck I say. And it wasn't until I left him that the little shit like school and the, and the, a whole grocery list of other things he started, started to, to do. The hair. The hair. Like, oh, every, like yeah, like the mm. things that I had kept complaining to y'all about, like, this motherfucker's mine. Like, he won't go through, get the benefit. You know, just all the things that we've talked about over the years that was just like, ugh, like nothing I'm saying, nothing I'm doing is not changing. It was like, 
right, I know if he see that I'm serious about leaving, mm-hmm. then he gonna step up and we'll be back home. Mm-hmm. That was the initial thought process. Like, real life. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it started snowballing into other shit because now I'm in survival mode. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't work out as planned. So, yeah. it never does. It doesn't. <laughs> Lesson learned. Yeah, but <laughs> it never does. I, I can do it over. I the plan. We can change the topic right. to something else. You got plans. Things yeah. change. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So, mm-hmm. but in in dating, um, one of the things that uh, another step, you know, after you make sure you're over your ex, is just a few bullet points. No, no, no particular order or anything like that. Right. Y'all can tell I'm getting drunk a little bit, can't y'all? Yes, I'm getting yes. twisted. I'm getting twisted a little yeah. bit. All this is a, this is no to pick a little order. I, I don't drink that often, but I do enjoy it. I, I got what I actually enjoy drinking. Call me uncle. Brandy, this is, actually. This is what I actually enjoy drinking. Drinking brandy. I don't know if y'all listen to any point of color. I'm sure y'all have heard a few gla- heard the glass hit the table a few times. You can't call this why dad drinks if you ain't gonna have dad drinking. Um, but anyway, um uh one of the things that you gotta, you know, when you're out there about thinking about dating is um uh is that what I got the window. This, 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 I'm trying to follow him, but I'm trying to follow my, my outline. I'm with you, but I'm, I'm so far, far from it. To be honest with you, was um, what the fuck are you? Could doing? we be over here spraying <laughs> holy water? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you know, these non-smoking, non-drinking motherfucking friends that I, you know, smoking, drinking, these motherfucking sober shit on them chairs. Is I'm that, a ten chef. <laughs> When you one of the things one of the things you gotta do is um, <laughs> when you're dating after thirty, you have to uh, whatever you think your type is, let it go. Mm-hmm. Whatever you you know, we all have a type. All of my tall, short, skinny, fat, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to let your you have to let that go. Exactly. And I think we have to right in the right. I I think you I think. I think you know most people. If you're gonna get divorced, it's gonna be sometime after your third. But I, I think the maturity, right? But I, I think you you want to let the types go because realistically, who the fuck got time like that to be looking around for a specific fucking person? Oh no, no they do because that's definitely why a lot of women are single still to this day because they still look for this particular person that don't exist. Right. So they look for a particular person while they got a bunch of cats living in their fucking house. Exactly. Wait a minute, wait a minute though. We gotta get cats though. You got one cat. You got one cat. We got two. And you live with your man. Okay. So that's what I'm just saying. That doesn't category. You're not cat lady. Because I was about to get real defensive. Like let us say meow. You just added one more one more topic to your cat lady. See a cat lady profile by saying round round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you one tally or you one more tally closer Uh-oh. to be the cat lady by going around right. Okay. But no, but I'm, but I'm serious. Like you spend all this time looking for a fucking type. Yeah. For what? That's dead. Like for what? Honestly, dating after divorce is also about building your confidence. Mm. It and really opening is. your mind and stop over- lying to yourself. Don't mm-hmm. you stop lying to yourself after divorce? Because I mean, even though we went through different experiences, damn if I'm sitting here lying to myself. I don't know what the hell I do and don't like and what I ain't gonna take it. What I, you know what I mean? Like you just know, like because I'm older. Like you know, we've been together since I was like 19, 18. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So 
19, you know what I mean? Like, made it a so. Yeah, you turned 19. We were together when you turned 19. Turned 19, exactly. So, you got to understand, that was another thing in the development of our marriage because I've been with him since I was 19 years old. I ain't scared to tell you how old I am because, Lord, I'm blessed. I'm 32 now. We, You know what I mean? So, man, is I'm born at the same age? Shit, I don't know. But, either way, you know what I mean? The, the bottom line is, like, your development of who I was at 19 ain't who I am at 32. Right. And so, what I'm willing to expect when I was in my 20s ain't gonna be what I'm willing to what I'm willing to deal with when I'm in my 30s. The dating pool is smaller. It is. It is. So it's when you different. got all of these expectations, it's like, okay, you you go from having, you know, expectations of like you know seashells on the on the seashore, yeah. To having like you know find some seashells in your fish tank, right? <laughs> Is that a black car? <laughs> right. I think I want that one. You right. You, they, you, they, the options different. are unlimited, so yeah. you know. And then and then we forget that you got expectations or standards, but so do the person you dating. Then people gotta want you too. Exactly. Yeah. So it's totally different. So, yeah. It's totally different. So the, sm- the it gets even smaller. Exactly. Because you might you, not be what they looking for. Where you at? Where are your two cents? What do you think? It's what's going on in this brain? Oh, not that. Listen. Listen. Yeah. Cool. All right. Maybe we'll time on yeah. this. Time later on this one. And, okay, so Time once you, on once, Time. Time. I'm drinking, goddamn. Yeah, all right, then. Uh, all right, Danny, To pick your little order. To pick your To pick your To pick your Canada. That's probably real place. You almost made me spit on No, this is the specific old oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing, the only thing <laughs> that you can say be as specific as possible. <laughs> Specific. <laughs> yes. Example. So, uh, so what, what's down. the next bullet point? Um, 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 shit. Um, so after you you you, uh, you you let your type go and you meet somebody and they agree to go on a date mm-hmm. for your first date, you you, you gotta take it slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that means it's like don't try to rush a fucking connection. Yeah. Don't feel like you gotta try to rush into a relationship. Have a fucking roadmap. Have a roadmap for your for, for mm-hmm. how you want this to go. I mean, no, you, I, you may disagree. You may disagree. I agree and, and disagree. You know what I'm saying? I'm but have sorry. a roadmap. You know what I'm saying? Go on a few fucking dates. Go on a few dates. There's no there, there is no topicular uh, <laughs> uh topicular order for you know how the relationship is supposed to progress. Right. It's supposed to be uh, it's the relationship is supposed to feel organic. It's supposed to flow Absolutely. naturally. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I say. Take it so don't feel like you need to rush into something fucking new. Yeah, I don't think you should rush into something new, but I also don't think you should hold yourself back either. So that's why I say I agree to disagree because there comes a time where you might have somebody that's interested in you, but you keep going. Okay, well, all right. Well, well can I take you out? Mm-hmm. Well, when? Well, um, especially for someone like me who was a mom. I'm not saying being unavailable, dating, but you become. You do do things like that. I'm just saying, for me, as a mom. But if you ain't ready, you ain't ready. No, it's not that. It's the fact that that know, might be you might be stepping all over bullet point number one. Make sure you over the other person because you can't true. really date somebody true. new. They could be asking, asking, asking. You just right. like no, 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 no
not right now. Otherwise, you're just going to ruin that, and you might ruin that person for somebody else. So exactly. you, you got to take it slow. Yeah, I'm not saying don't take That's why I said I agree and disagree. I'm mm. saying you can take it slow, but don't be a snail. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm not saying You know what I'm saying? Like, you can take it slow, but, you know, I'm saying, have a little speed I'm, to I'm it. Saying, I'm saying, like, you know it ain't nothing wrong with having your first date. And if you feel that you weren't, you're ready to go on a second date two okay. days or that, you know, a few days from that one. Go on that fucking date. Yeah, but I just feel like it's not a guideline. I guess I guess, I guess that's what I mean. That's why you said it was organic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. don't make don't you yeah. know what I'm saying? You, you, but a lot I, of people feel like it's a guideline. Like, girls, like, I know, you know, it, not only do I know personal women that do this, but it, there's a lot of movies that's out about women, and I only speak from the woman's point of view, um, that be like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to go on a date, and then them bitches be panicking and going back and forth trying to figure out why the dude ain't called, da, 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 they panicking, you know what I mean? And dude over there like, I don't know what to do, because it's some new shit for him, too, because he newly divorced, and somebody got him, you know what I mean? Right. Or whatever, but you over there panicking, 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 and now you trying to like make yourself out there, but at the same time, you try not to seem like a whore. But for real, for real, you want to make sure that he like, he, like, but like, stop watching movies. Mm-hmm. Take your damn time. You when you get a divorce, don't watch ladies chick flicks. Yeah, like don't do that <laughs> to yourself. No like, chick flicks. Relax, like relax, like it's white women be, ain't real. <laughs> and, I can't even say well, it's that. That ain't even fair. And a lot of these movies are made by white men. Yeah, so... But we're like, not going to get on that type of conversation. Yeah, we're not no, today. I'm just saying, like, and now you're the black woman, whoever you are, yeah. trying to live up to some white guy's... Expectations. Of exactly. who you should be. Exactly. But I'm just saying, like, it doesn't have it's to be... all fucked up. Yeah, it doesn't have to be in that form. I feel like if you meet a guy and you're on a date, it's like, all right. You know, and he asks you for a second one, okay? And then you go, and it's like, you know, it's just not there. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid if tomorrow the dude hits you and be like... Hey, I thought I want to go. Don't be like, <laughs> like go the fuck out, enjoy yourself. Like don't like I just it's like I want you to be cautious with your feelings. Don't just jump into the next motherfucker. But at, at the same time, don't be afraid to find someone new. Yeah, does that make sense? So I I think where the, how I'm, I'm hearing it is like. You, you're kind of leading on to what he was saying. Like, don't have all of these standards. Just go out and have fun, enjoy, like, right. move on. Right. But at the same time, you do want it to be organic. Don't be like, oh, my God, you know, I got to panic. I got to be perfect and all this other yeah, stuff. You know, just, not, yeah. just chill. Cause I just don't you, want you, to. I, I, I think of it this way. Like, I don't want to. If somebody just ain't hitting, like, you can go out and have a good time and relax yeah. and enjoy it. But if it just ain't there or you feel like I'm not there, you know, I enjoyed your company, but I ain't trying to go mm-hmm. out again. I feel like that's a slippery slope. Like, if you tell yourself, like, ah, I might as well just go out, you know, one one good time. one. We all know one night stands are easy. Real quick. And then you'd be like, dang, why did I do that? Or I didn't mean it. Or I said, protect case. yourself. Yeah. yeah. So I said, don't just throw yourself out there like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying go out and get a smut bucket. But I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, my thing is, like, I, like I've even said to Gerald, I said something like, you know, go out. Enjoy yourself. You know what I mean? Like, how can I not tell him that? Right. I don't know. I'm going to never You know what I mean? At older baby. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't tell him not to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, it's like, when it comes down to it, it's like, you know, don't be afraid to put yourself out there, but don't put yourself out there on some fake shit. Yeah. You yeah. know what? It's, it's, um, that, that brings maybe that, maybe, maybe. That, that brings to, I get uh, it. That brings to another bullet point. Is that you gotta, you know what I'm saying? 
My boy DeAndre. You know what I'm saying? DeAndre, DeAndre always drops good jewels. Like knowledge. He's always dropping him. He's younger than all of us. Knowledge. He is younger than all of us. I love that. He got DeAndre Hattie. That is my king, yo. That is a king that walks through. DeAndre, DeAndre, our boy DeAndre, always, 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 always drops knowledge. You tell him drops a fucking jewel, Mm -hmm. multiple jewels. Share a jewel, Mm -hmm. okay? Would you share one? Perfect one. I'm gonna tell you one right here. So during this time of me trying to think while I get out there and date, he was like, you know, he's like, he's like, Jerry, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you say you're trying to meet somebody. You know what I'm saying? I was like, but you know what? You, check, check it out, G. Check it out, G. <laughs> That's not that awesome. Check it out, G. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck I know you cooking if I can't smell the food? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marketing. How, how the fuck I know you cooking if I can't smell the food, bro? Mm-hmm. So how you, you know what I'm saying? How you, how somebody supposed to know you, 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 you available? If you're not putting yourself out there, King. So what does that mean? In like, how does it exactly. translate? That's the tangible. It's go out, go out. What it means it's literally it, what I just said. I mean, I know what it means, but I'm saying like, what actions did he want you to take? Put yourself out there. Actually, say that is such a need. Say hello to a female. Okay, that's don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to say hello instead of looking by and going, "Damn, I wish I could say something," and then be too scared to actually speak to her because she might actually talk back. But it was like he got to a point where he wasn't even speaking. You know what I mean? At one point, he wasn't even speaking to girls. And like, I'm his whole wife. And I'm like, hey, y'all. Uh, go and get you some cheeks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, go get you the little booty wet. Like, stop bullshit. And you know Like, I was fussing at him about this but, shit. Because I'm like, you're not even putting yourself out but there, that, but that, But that's important. You have to, you know what I'm saying? You have to let the, you have, if you want to date, you have to let the world know you be. And the way you know they're available is by getting your confidence back. Comes back to getting your that the first three bullet points, mm-hmm. getting your confidence back. That's why I stay on 99.5. 99.5. Yeah, trying to send me 95.5. Yeah. I'm social. I'm social. We always go. And, 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 and just and just saying something, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I go I, I wouldn't say anything but I, I I feel I'm funny enough and charming enough absolutely that I can yeah. just be you know and I can I mean, say some ignorant shit yeah. just to spark conversation yeah. you know what I'm saying you're very charismatic you know I I think um I'm 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 that guy you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but um moving it right along yeah. you know what I'm saying <laughs> now as a divorce you know what I'm saying like I say we already we already agreed that most people we, if you're in your 30s divorce you're probably gonna have some kids, okay? Mm-hmm. One thing that you definitely should not do if you're recently divorced and trying to get back dating is you cannot hide the fact that you got kids. We're in a time right now yeah. where people do that. most people, who the fuck, honestly, it ain't many people out here that don't have, that's in third, that mm-hmm. don't have kids. It's, right. it's, true. Not, right. it's very, it's not, it's not a common thing. It's not a common thing. Some people at least have one, okay? You know what I'm saying? So you can't hide the kids. I, 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 I truly believe that. I think that Having kids um, helps you grow as a person, which in turn helps in your life. Because you, like, you you're gonna meet somebody else that has kids, mm-hmm. and just just off the fact that you both have kids, you both have stories. And common, you find a common ground. You have something to talk about. Now, don't let your fucking kids become all of what you talk about. Because yeah, then you become friends. Out. 
because you become in a friend zone. Let me call up Judge, see if he'll watch that. Nah, bitch, I'm not doing that. Mm. Uh, I'm not fucking not, not one fucking bit. So the next thing I want to talk about, you know, saying, like I said, don't, like I said, don't hide your kids from who you're dating. Um, you know, saying, like I said, definitely, you know, uh, talk about that because um, that's important. That, that that's part of your personal growth. Um, and but um yeah, but for me, like uh, that's something I think is like so fucking weird. So, but people do it. Like people are afraid, especially for a woman point of view when you go back to dating to have to like. Especially my personal situation, you know what I mean? To have to explain I have kids, multiple, and, you know, I'm with it. You know, because you're worried about, come on, y'all ain't gonna wanna date you. Sometimes I wanna date one of the children. Mm-hmm. That's always Even something like you got on your back. Exactly. You know, with mm-hmm. all different baby mothers. Either you remind them of, of a baby mother mm-hmm. out of the Or like, oh, you trying to do it, you trying yeah. to trap me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it becomes uh, 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 also bringing that little circle smaller. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're having to deal with. I mean, luckily, I you know I don't I hate jewels out this bitch. I I call niggas they ain't got no kids riding me. You know, all my baby babies ain't got no. They ain't mm-hmm. got no kids for me. I'm the one to get one. Find an Odyssey chair. You say yeah. old baby there's like you got a fucking. Stable. I got to start. I don't know about this bitch with bad females, grown mm-hmm. ass women one day that's gonna be queens upon queens. But I have three daughters. No, but he meant but, yeah. you sound like I know. Yeah, I, I did. I, I, I know. I know. A whole rock and roll. Little football. Uh, line. So. <laughs> Um, but when it comes down to it, um, you know, that is a thing to have to deal with going back into a dating field and having to say, I have children Mm -hmm. and what the person might think or feel or have an idea about or an opinion on and then that, that limits the dating field. So some women do wait to tell people that they have kids. Especially depending upon the age. It's so many. It's so many factors. This is like this has so many layers. Yeah, because you layers not that. telling that person, you may or may not tell that person. Right. Then you may or may not tell the kids. Right. You know, and then you. It's just. It's just so much to yeah. it. You're like, I don't. I don't want to disappoint anybody. I don't want the yeah. kids to. And then like as, 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 as a mom, as a mom, me to the kids. Right. And as a mom, you know, having kids. Having kids, um, you know, and then I have daughters, you know, so daughters looking at you dating is different than sons looking at you dating. And at the same time, you still your mama, so they all looking at you the same way, like, ain't nobody good enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, because that ain't my daddy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, because you were married. You know what I mean? So you have that as another thing, another layer that you you know, if you've never been married, you never was in a real relationship, that's everything you have kids. It's totally different when you've been married and you have children. Mm-hmm. And now you're going back into the dating world. So they already have their own. Like, you have your expectations, but you got kids that got expectations. Mm-hmm. And, and they might like, not be ready. Yeah, they older. Yeah, they, they know thoughts. they have their own formulated thoughts and they mm-hmm. know what they want. And, they, and if you ain't hitting their motherfucking bullet points, you ain't good enough for my mommy or my daddy. And even if you good, is good enough, 
I ain't give you a chance because fuck you, you ain't my mommy or my daddy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to deal with that other aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just about the person you date and what you can have your kids incorporated. And, and like, I'm just um, one of the type of people that I'm just real fucking honest. Ah, what is that? <laughs> I'll buy you. But, <laughs> <laughs> see, wow. she's talking on this podcast. Um, <laughs> I just love how she poked her head through that. Right, like, yeah, like, hey. <laughs> I'm being born. Yeah. <laughs> Please go back. <laughs> but, you know, so wow. that that definitely does become a thing. And a lot of women, if, if, if a lot of women, I can only speak on women's part, don't be afraid to tell the person that you have kids no different than anything that you tell the person. Because that, that nigga might have kids. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like honesty is the best policy. And you might find out. It's the honest way to go. You know what I'm saying? You might find out that nigga ain't shit by the fact that he, got he might not have no relationship with his kids. Exactly. Or he might have a bunch of baby mamas. Exactly. Vice versa, she might have a bunch of baby daddies. And there can't none of them sit in the room. The whole mouth can. So therefore... <laughs> They can sit together and have a whole conversation about my Recently, baby. Recently, nigga, all yours was. All three of my baby titties was in here and was having a good old conversation about my ass. But all of them was sitting here peacefully. And there wasn't no arguments and no fights because those were all men that have been in my life with daughters with me. At the end of the day, none of them had no secrets because you were honest. Like, I just think honesty is the best policy. And we'll go on that on another podcast. But, however, um, yeah, I think it's very important. Now, Don't hide your kids. Now, with with that, because that takes hide your wife. <laughs> that, and, and talking about your kids, some people it comes with a lot of it, 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 it takes maturity, and, and and that comes with age. Mm-hmm. Definitely, age matters mm-hmm. when it when it comes to um, ooh, age definitely matters uh-huh. when it comes out. Right, you know what I'm saying? Age definitely matters because uh, you can't be. I, I truly don't believe you can be in your thirties and really be dating a twenty-year-old. You say you don't. You don't. Uh, part know. of me doesn't. Part of me doesn't. Just because. Is that man and men? Because and women? when you're your yes, because when you're in your twenties, you are literally flying by the seat of your fucking pants. Depends. Okay. This generation is different. This generation. That's true. This I'm talking. I can only speak on my generation. My generation. We didn't give much fuck, too many fucks about much of anything. Yeah, well, one is we weren't, we third, weren't, we weren't as awoke as this generation. We, yeah. we really, right? Am I saying anything correct? Right? Uh, so we weren't what? As awoke. As awoke. Okay. We as, started the awakening, mm-hmm. like from watching our ancestors. We were, we set off. You know what I'm saying? The Who reason, they are. the reason clubs are high is because of our generation. Right. Mm-hmm. We were on party, party, party. Let's all so get fucking wasted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what we on. The reason I say that because I know for a fucking fact. Yeah. That in a week, I know we was at the club at least four nights yeah. out of seven days. Yeah, at one point in time, I was. It was uh, a part time job. I was Tuesday through Sunday. It was. Like, it was a. It, it was a Thursday yo, through Sunday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah, Sunday. In the fucking club mm. for a few years, yeah, not yeah. one year or a few months, right. for a few years. Right. Not the summer. We was yeah. out there in the snow. Yeah. Like, oh girl, it's cold as fuck. Exactly. Let but I'm yeah. saying and ain't nobody <laughs> checking no coat. But you know why? <laughs> no. We ain't checking no goddamn coat. The coat the time. Cause the music was good. It, it was, was true. amazing. It was true. 
whole nother conversation. Whole nother conversation. Whole nother conversation. Club in early two thousand versus clubs now. Yeah, in late two thousand, even nineties. Yeah, even nineties. But but like I said, age matters. Like you gotta you gotta get someone that can connect on your level where you are. That's just I believe. You know what I'm saying? You Not gotta, where you trying so to So you say you can't date down, but can you date up? You can date up. See, so is this uh, this is your opinion as your yourself, your uh, you as a man. I don't, I don't I don't I don't think you uh, I don't see I don't, I, I don't I'm not gonna say that you can't date that. But again It's cautious. I'm speaking from my it's time. Caution. Like I'm speaking from my time. If I met someone in their thirties when I myself was in my twenties, we our connection would have been different. Why? Because I'm wondering why the fuck we sit in the house when I could be at the club. Right. And you can have that mentality now sitting in your 30s depending on where your life has taken you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But now it's a little bit different because you can be in your 30s and meet somebody in your 20s now and they be on the same page. Yeah. Because we are in a, we are in a different it's time than we are now. Woken up. Yeah, People have, different. like I said, this like is a more woke generation than yeah, we were. definitely you know what I'm saying? You people can agree or disagree on that. Males, I don't know too many. I mean, young, some woke males. It's a select few. Uh, I came across a couple it's a of them. That's just some good little young men. Okay. That and try to holler at little Queen B over here. And I've been like, wait a minute, you're a baby. They be like, yeah, but I'm a baby that's doing better than you. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Maybe I should give you a chance. But wait a minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I can't hold you because there's a whole lot of men. I mean, if you don't look at nothing else, but look at all the YouTube channels. Most of them is on fucking uh, ten and twenties, mm-hmm. and they millionaires. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, did but they- to me, when we talk about money and on the same level, I mean, when we talk about dating after divorce and being on the same level, I don't put money in the factor. Oh, just because to me, chemistry. Like you can be a millionaire and be a jerk. You could be a millionaire yeah. and be an idiot. You could be a you millionaire can be a broke and, and have you could be a millionaire issues. and like a hermit crab. Yeah, but or, you can be broke with all them same issues. You can. So I'm just saying, like I don't, I don't. But in a lot people. of situations, and I'm saying money because in a lot of divorces, money is the reason why you got divorced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is true. So yeah. either she was, but money ain't gonna fix it either. No, money ain't gonna fix it. Character is that's right. The, that's the part of what you had to do with all the other points that we was making. You know what I'm saying? So that's part of character. Yeah. So your money might make things a little easier for you to have the lifestyle that you possibly was trying to live. True. But the other person wasn't what because you might have been the outgoing one and the other person was the hermit brand. And mm-hmm. then you got another outgoing person who got the equal to, uh driving and got the money and y'all can do those things. Let's right. And that's the person that you're trying to be with. Let's or you got a motherfucker that got a whole lot of bank but they like to be in the house and invest. Mm-hmm. But that's what the fuck you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's the person you're with. And that that's after your divorce. That's yeah. after your dating and that's what you're doing now. Because that's I'm the person that you attracted to now. Like, but all YouTubers is, I mean you you saying You got all, different no no you got different ones. great podcasts like Podcast. You know, I mean, even podcasts. Some DIY yeah. stuff. Yeah, like exactly. I'm, and they, they my YouTube be lineup is from the beginning to the end. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's what I'm saying. People. So uh-huh. it's like you know, as a woman, it's like you know, it's been very known that men go below the age. You know, after a certain age, you start dating younger women, and that's it. Thing. You know what I mean? And you know, when men do it, it's it's just you know, women do it. You know, we the whole goddamn uh, tiger cougar. Mm-hmm. Uh, giraffe ass bitch, you know what I'm saying? We out here just stealing babies from cribs and shit out here, you know what I'm saying? But 
whole time the men be dating somebody younger and that's the one you just got you know being married to mm-hmm. so it's a problem you know that's another conversation standard mm-hmm. double standards double yeah. standards you know what I mean but um honestly when it comes down to it I personally feel like because of where I'm at and my age I just got out of my 20s I ain't older in my 20s I'm not higher in my 20s I'm in the lower part of my 20s I mean 30s so I'm right in the cusp. So where you're a little older in your 30s, and I'm lower in my 30s, so you might be like, I ain't about to go play with no 20-year-old. Why well, don't be like, shit, he might be 28 and got potential. Mm-hmm. He's still in my four-year four bracket. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's still in my four-year bracket. If I happen to meet, you know what I'm saying? If I happen to meet, I'm just saying age matters, like, in some instances. But if I happen to meet a motherfucking chick who's in her 20s, and she on her shit. What was that? And she's on the, the mental capacity or on the same mission that I'm on. I'm absolutely fucking with it. And I'm willing to take it slow and I'm willing to take it to the lengths that this would go. And if it turned into something where I'm fucking on a bended knee and shit like just like motherfucking boys to men, then that's just what the fuck it is. That's, that is really good to hear. Because a that lot of men. Organic. A lot of men, uh, or sometimes women, just be like, "Oh, after this, I ain't going back. I ain't being nobody, with nobody else." But everybody isn't the same, you know. And yeah. so, just you know what because I'm saying? Uh, we, we go have to add this to the pro science battle. The number of times you go around the Earth or the Sun does not determine your maturity. Damn, that's true. That's, yeah. that's, that's I like that. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. 